Hey everyone, welcome to Pure Gold. It is great to be back with you guys. Uh, we pray that you are having an incredible summer season. Um, I guess Memorial Day is kind of the beginning to summertime, and so we are well into summer, and uh, we're just we're so thankful. Um, just you know, really praying again that you are having a great, great season, um, that you're thriving in your life, that you're thriving in your recovery journey, that you are thriving in your family, your marriage, um, you know, your workplace, just, just all over your life. And, uh, we're just, we're just asking for, um, beautiful things to take place, um, in, in your life this, this summer. So this week, I want to share with you an article that I wrote for Triple X Church recently called Just Pray Harder. Just Pray Harder. And so kind of the idea behind this before I, I share this, um, kind of share this article with you, I just want to give you a little background is, um, you know, the, traditionally within the church, um, you know, over the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you know, uh, maybe not that far back, but um, the, the subject of addiction and specifically sexual addiction, um, you know, traditionally hasn't been very well um, discussed or, or taught on or really even treated well. Um, the approaches to pornography addiction, the approaches to, you know, sexually compulsive behavior, um, you know, haven't really been that great. <laughs> it hasn't really been that helpful. It hasn't been that constructive. It, it just hasn't been that practical uh, for people who are struggling, let alone has the conversation really even come up, uh, the conversation itself about, you know, pornography, about porn addiction, about, you know, sexual matters really hasn't been something that the church has even necessarily talked about up until the last, you know, recent years, really. Um, and so, you know, ministries like Triple X Church and, you know, many ministries, many, many other ministries out there and organizations out there have really over the last several years been trying to sort of shine the light on uh, you know, the reality of, of pornography addiction within the church and, you know, us having that conversation in a way that we can, we can help people that we're not trying to scare people. We're not trying to harm people. We're not trying to, um, you know, corrupt the church or, or whatever it might be, but, but this is a real issue. And, um, so I think what's happening now is that we are trying to sort of pivot, if you will, the uh, the idea of how we, you know, talk about this issue, how we help people who are struggling with with issues like pornography, and you know, uh, acting out, you know, sexually compulsively in, in some way, and but but traditionally there's been some real um, unhelpful you know methods, and and one of those ways that you know, has, has come up, uh, you know, is, is sort of typical within the church has been this idea that, you know, if, if you just, if you just would pray harder, <laughs> if you would just, you know, get your heart right and just, you know, keep praying and, and, and just pray harder, harder than you ever have. And, uh, I remember this sort of, even, even in my own life, um, kind of hearing this, you know, sort of being whispered and, and, and spoken and taught and just sort of, uh, you know, spread in, in, within the church, you know, that somehow your, 
you know, that your addiction has to be tied or your faith has to be tied. Or if you're, if you're struggling, you're addicted to something, that means that your faith isn't strong or where it needs to be. And, you know, certainly there are connections, obviously, between, you know, um, uh, you know, our, our, our relationship with God and, you know, an addiction we might have. And, and obviously there's things that need to be worked out there, but, you know, one of the greatest, unfortunately, one of the greatest lies, I think, I think it's appropriate to call it a lie is that, um, you know, if you were just to pray harder, if you were just to read your Bible more, if you were just to, you know, listen to more Christian music or, uh, if you were, you know, to go to this Bible study, or you know, if you were to show up at church more often, you just these these very very shallow sort of um, you know surface, very you know in in many ways ignorant sort of um, uh, approaches, if you will, even though they were spoken with the greatest of intentions, have just been really unhelpful. And so, anyway, th- this article is not meant to. Uh, to just talk all about that, to you know, to, to just rag on you know people who have who've un- unfortunately um, you know suffered, if you will, with that with that lie spoken over them or with that kind of approach. Um, but it is to point out the reality and the responsibility that that you and I have in our recovery. And so I just wanted to share this article with you guys. Um, I do think it's uh, maybe it starts a little sarcastically, or maybe you, you might think that I'm heading in one direction, but I do want to encourage you to listen to the whole thing because there's some good stuff in here, and, and I do think there's some uh, very uh, you know practical sort of realities that we need to be aware of in our lives. So I want to encourage you with this article from uh, that that was posted to Triple X Church. Uh, recently called Just Pray Harder. Just Pray Harder. Three words that have been spoken by a multitude of well-meaning Christians throughout the years. Just Pray Harder. Words that have traditionally been a response to another Christian's unhealthy behavior or lifestyle. It may have been directed towards a particular kind of sin or behavior, and in most cases, it was spoken with completely pure intentions. Just pray harder. Yet for many, these words were the complete opposite message they needed to hear. Perhaps in your own life, someone spoke the same words to you as you battled through your own shame, guilt, and despair, only to repeat the cycle all over again because you just didn't pray hard enough. Before I delve too deeply into the pool of cynicism, I want to acknowledge the very real power of prayer in a person's life. Prayer is nothing to be discounted. We're told in scripture that unless we ask, we will not receive in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. But prayer alone will not get you to where you want to go. My problem comes when an approach like prayer is given as the only option. Just pray harder. If you don't see anything happening, pray harder. And yes, prayer is something we should never forsake, as it is a continually ongoing dialogue with God. Prayer is a language that builds our relationship with God. But something I've learned over the years is this. Prayer can also be a partnership with God, where He waits for us, He waits on us to do the things we need to do, so that He can do the work only He can do in our lives. If that seems like a mouthful, let me break it down for you very simply in two ways. Number one, 
you have a role to play in your recovery. Addiction isn't something that just happens in a person's life. 13 years ago, I didn't wake up one day as a pre-adolescent saying, I really want to be enslaved to hardcore pornography and fantasy for the majority of my young life. But unfortunately, porn was something I discovered at a very young age. I didn't know what it was. I knew I felt strangely attracted to it, and yet I would definitely feel ashamed if someone were to find out what I was looking at. Fast forward 13 years to the stark reality that I needed help and support in my life. I may have accidentally discovered porn, but I also was the one who chose to stay in the mess. I couldn't go into recovery without taking responsibility over my heart and my mind. We harm ourselves when we become victims, and so I chose to become accountable to others. I chose to sit with a counselor for a season. I chose to become a part of a support group to fulfill the community I so desperately needed. And as I took those opportunities seriously, I began to see healing transformation happen in my life. Number two, God has a role to play in your recovery. The beauty of recovery is that there is a process of restoration that takes place in our lives where we have the chance to become someone we never were. And that is where God steps in, to do the impossible, to do what we cannot. I talked above about the need to do everything we can to do, everything we can do so that God will do only what he can. For example, one of the coolest things I've learned about the brain over the years is that while it can be easily damaged, it also has the most amazing ability to heal itself. It can literally rewire neural pathways, allowing for better blood flow, which leads to new ways of thinking and processing. That is an amazing capability, designed by none other than the one who created us. I'm so thankful that over the years, as I've surrendered to the process of recovery, that the Lord has been working both behind the scenes and before my very eyes to help me become the man He wants me to be. Hopefully you can see that there is so much more to transformation than simply a fleeting prayer in times of crisis. The key to life-changing recovery lies in a mutual partnership between my obedience and God's faithfulness. Well, I pray some of those thoughts were a blessing for you. Um, Just as you consider you know, some of the things, the advice that you've been given, the uh, words of quote-unquote wisdom, maybe you've been given from, um, you know, different Christian leaders, pastors, ministry leaders. Again, I think people all with incredibly great intentions and motivations, um, but just sort of a, um, you know, just sort of an ignorance, I think, to, to this subject of you know, of addiction over the years. I, I just don't think the church has really known how to deal with with certain subjects and topics. And, um, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, there, there have been many people that have sort of walked through uh, some of some of those interactions and uh, advice that, that were given to them from, you know, again, church leaders and, and, and pastors and whatnot. But, you know, I do feel like looking on the bright side, I do feel like the church is growing. And um, again, there's many, many organizations and ministries out there. They're just, you know, biblically based, you know, uh, organizations that, um, you know, are just helping people left and right and, and, and teaching and encouraging and supporting. 
in all the best ways possible in, in very, very healthy ways. So I feel like the church has come a long way. And, um, but, but if you ever, you know, find yourself in, in a, a circle or a, a place of faith, um, a church that, you know, tends to feel like their, their approach to helping individuals who are struggling as very limited in those kinds of ways, whether it's, you know, you're not praying hard enough, you're not reading enough scripture, you're not memorizing the Bible the way you should, these sort of these legalistic, uh, very narrow, um, you know, very, very kind of narrow legalistic means, then probably sign that you need to get out of there and find a um, a, a place, a house of faith, um, a church, um, you know, community of believers where there is a, a much more um, healthy approach, uh, practical approach uh, to helping you in your struggles, you know. Um, and just pray that you're able to find that kind of environment for, for your life. So hopefully this article was helpful and sort of shed some light. M- mainly the, the main idea is being your role in recovery and God's role in recovery, that, that you and I have a role to play in our recovery. And, and likewise, the Lord has a role he plays in our recovery. It's not a one or the other kind of deal. Um, I believe that there's things that we are responsible for that um, the Lord waits on us to do, and there's things that He is, uh, there's things that he, only God is capable of doing in our lives. That transformation that takes place, that you know, that brokenness that takes place within us, that He restores and and brings about new life. Um, there's things that only He can do. So it's this beautiful partnership, like I was saying, and I'm just I'm just so thankful. It's not just about praying harder. It's not just about reading more of your Bible. It's not just these these sort of uh, very surfacey um, kind of uh, you know ignorant ways or thoughts that have no really even no biblical biblical basis to them. Um, but but just kind of come out of like I said a very traditional mindset that you know doesn't really know what it's dealing with. So. But I, but I think we're getting better. We're getting better and better every day, and I'm just thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the. I am thankful for the church, and how the church is helping uh, people who are struggling. So, pray that was a blessing for you, and pray that you have an awesome week this coming week. Um, please check out our website, which is PFL Home, and that is Purity for Life. Purity for Life at pflhome.com. We've got lots of resources up there, lots of ways you can connect with us, my wife and I, uh, who are trying to help people as much as we're able to uh, find freedom and healing for their lives. Uh, but all the podcasts are up there, all you know, all kinds of resources and links and articles are up there, um, as well as you know, ways to connect with us on social media and uh, lots of ways to communicate with us there. So I hope you will check out the website. It's a great resource. It's a great tool, pflhome.com. That's purity for life. Thanks so much again for listening to the Pure Gold Podcast. My name is Frank Honus, and we will see you again soon. God bless. Mm-hmm.